another episode. Thanks for jumping in. This is Creative Hub Podcast. You're here with John Marsh and I hope you had a great weekend. If you're a coach or creative business owner on this show, we talk about key skills to help you to grow your business with confidence, specifically fall in love with your marketing to attract dream clients and learn to love the sales and selling process in your business, which is super important. So I had a great morning on Monday mornings early. I get out for a walk. I do a nice walk along the beach. Took the dog out, Luna, and got some sun. Now I'm sitting down to record this episode. We're not going to go for too long today. Uh, And then we've got a full week ahead uh, behind the scenes here. We're doing our monthly module. So each, each month is a module inside of Creative Club, which is kind of running in the background, right? So every month you have your one-to-one coaching call with your coach, and that's basically setting up your plan that you're working on for your business and the action steps. And then also we run a monthly theme. So we do group calls around this theme. We host uh, live events, teaching calls, That stuff's all recorded and hosted. This month, the theme is sales, which is very powerful. Uh, Our model around sales is called uh, vision-based sales or vision-based selling. And so that's exciting. A lot of really cool stuff happening. And it's, uh, it's probably, I would say it's probably my favorite, one of my favorite areas for sure. It's just when you start to, when people start to get sales and discard you know the classic dysfunctional beliefs or narratives around selling and see something see selling as something that's healthy something that's happening all the time uh whatever it is that you you know whatever industry you're in and something that really is the most powerful and potent kind of area to help your clients as well as obviously to grow your business then you can reframe it all. And then we get to what we call vision-based selling, which is seeing sales through helping your clients step into their vision, which is basically the most human way you can look at it. But anyway, that's what's happening for us. And today we're going to talk about the visionary level. A couple episodes back, we spoke on the artist level. And when I say level, that's in Creator Club, the, the Creator Pathway, we've create, we have revenue levels. And we have these because although revenue is an outcome in your business, it's a result, it's really important to, one, develop a mindset that is really comfortable speaking money. So a lot of times when people start in business, they love what they do and they you know, they, they have a few referrals or some clients, but they really avoid the concept of money, which is crazy, right? Because business is really, the business needs money in order to sustain. But anyway, we, we get a lot of faulty narratives instilled in us early in life, a lot of people around money. And so having these revenue targets is a great way to help that, allows us to speak money a lot. Uh, with you and your calls, but also it's great to obviously see how the business is tracking. You know, ultimately you want to 
bring money into your business so that you can save, you can do the stuff you want to do, you can feed the business, which is really critical. A lot of people don't think about that, but you need to basically always be reinvesting back into the business. And then, you know, you can do other cool stuff in life. You can give, you can give, you can support causes, you can invest, uh, you can take on other projects. So we have these revenue targets to help you to set goals, know where you're at, know what's working, and then start to track this and then move upwards into the different bands. So the first band was the artist level. We talked about a couple episodes. You can go back and listen to that one if you haven't. That's your first $5,000 revenue in your business. And when we talk about these, you'll see something called MRR, monthly recurring revenue. The reason we do this, and so how it works is you look at the revenue that you bring in in your business across three months and you average that out. And we want to see a three-month rolling average in, well, that's going to determine what level that your business is at at that point in time. Not good or bad, it just is what it is. And we do this because you'll come across a lot of like, you know, programs and coaches and this kind of stuff where there'll be a, a lot of testimonials and a lot of social proof on people making sales, right? Selling people into a program or into a service. And a lot of the times it's a one-off thing. So for example, you could go on a direct sales rampage with a program that you had and, and you know, go to your entire network and sell sell people into this program but the question is great that's upfront revenue what does monthly recurring revenue look like because the goal really when you think about your business is I don't know I think anyway is to to lower the stress and then have your business be something that you know is part of your life and then supports you over time not a big influx that stresses you out and then you having to figure out what you're going to do next. So that's why we focus on monthly recurring revenue. It doesn't mean that you're going to always have a continuity-based sales model in your business. You might sell one-off programs or you might sell one-to-one sessions, but we still look at it through a monthly revenue lens. All right. And that's because we're all about sustainability over the long run, not, you know, a pop with a bit of selling and then not knowing where to go. It's all about the long game. Anyway, so the first one was the artist. That's your first band. Next band up is the revenue, is the visionary. And that's your average monthly revenue over three months over $5,000. All right, some key differences between the two, okay? Some key differences. The, and we're gonna talk all about those today. And some people move through that artist level very quickly and into the visionary level and others take longer and neither is right or wrong. It's always going to depend on the context, on the offer, on the market, on the message, uh, you know, on the sales. There's so many different things. 
But typically when somebody moves very quickly into the visionary level or into this five to $10,000 per month, it's usually because you're coming from a high level of experience uh, in a field or reasonable level of experience in the field. So sort of expertise or authority, or they're solving a very specific problem for a group in the market who has a high need. Okay. Now this is actually less common than what you would expect, but when you see it, what will happen is this person will get very quick traction and usually they have social proof and experience as well. But when there's a very specific need, a lot of demand is created uh, and word will spread very quickly and that business can grow through this stage quite quickly as well. Sometimes that that fast growth causes its own stress that we then have to look at as well. But I thought I'd just share that, that sometimes it's going to happen slowly. Other times it can happen very quickly. When it's very quick, when you see that, typically it's because somebody's got a high level of trust, a reasonable audience, high level of experience in their field. So when they open up an offer or when they share an offer, they've got people who want to take advantage of what this person is uh, you know, talking about or sharing as opposed to somebody brand new into an industry opening up an offer. So it's that's going to be a lot more difficult uh, or a little bit slower. Or this happens quickly when there's a very uh, specific need or a high level of demand to solve a problem. All right, so we got, we're going to go through five points on the visionary and... I'll once in a while kind of bounce back to the artist and kind of contrast it a little bit to see the progression. Uh, And again, you know, this stuff is always general as well. Sometimes there's people who or businesses who are in the visionary level in terms of revenue who don't meet all of these or who might meet a couple of these, but they have very high demand or, you know, there's certain things that are, are satisfied But this is across the board, right? This is a general guidelines that can be very helpful as you're coming in. So if you're you're early on and you're in that artist stage, this will be really helpful to think forward, okay, as to what's coming. We always want to step into becoming the person who, you know, is able to create the new reality. So first point is that the visionary is usually clearer on the vision of what their business could become. The visionary is usually clear on the vision of what the business could become. Probably my most quoted film, it seems lately, is The Dark Knight. And I'm going to hop on about it again once more because it has just popped into my mind for some strange reason. But there's a, there's a scene where the Joker is trying to basically recruit people into his scheme, into his, into his plans to foil, you know, the, the Gotham City. And these mobsters are like, no, we don't, we don't, they're not really interested. And the Joker says, um, it's a small organization, but there's a lot of room for expansion. 
And basically what he's got is a vision for where he wants to go with his schemes. And at the artist level, when you're coming into business and you're kind of getting on the court and you have the service, you got to realize like a big part of what your nervous system is, is going through is like, is this going to work? Am I going to be safe? Is this, is there a future here for me? Right. And so it's a little bit more of not a, not a survival, but it's really a little bit more exploratory. It's a little bit more of a test. It's a little bit more trying different things, seeing what's going to work, shaping your offer. Whereas the visionary is you've moved beyond that. They've been in business a little while. And now you're thinking about what your business could become. I read an Instagram post the other day from one of the women who's in Creator Club. Her business has been open uh, coming up to a year, I think, in July. She kind of does back-end services uh, and admin type of work. And... For, for a particular niche kind of in the health and wellness industry. And her business has grown very quickly. She's already in the producer level, which is a couple levels above from this. And what happened was she created a, an offer and it was like a, an admin information offer and it quickly got snapped up. People, people needed it, you know, these health and fitness trainers and health and wellness coaches needed the product, word spread, she was in her full-time job. She basically got up through the artist level very quickly, decided, and she got a vision for where the business could go, decided to go all in and give this business a try, left the other career, and basically was into the visionary realm, right? So it's it coincides quite often with the vision of where you think things could go. And then conversely, if your vision keeps falling apart and it's fragmented, you're not really sure, or there's no real vision or even a, you know, a short-term horizon, we often call it, or a short-term step towards your vision, um, quite often this can slip away. You know, this level can be hard to really cement yourself into this uh, five to $10,000 per month recurring. So that's number one, clear on the vision of what every what this could all become, right? Where you're heading, what the future not necessarily will be like, but what you think it could look like, who you serve, what the business looks like, what you're doing in your life. Number two is you've got an offer and there's proven demand for the offer. This could come one of a couple of ways. Could come because you're solving a clear problem that you've identified could come because you've built enough trust and shown up in the culture for long enough and people want to work with you. They see value in what you're talking about. Uh, it could be because you've come across a, a new opportunity, uh, but typically it's the second one. You've been there for a little while. Your offer, there's now more demand for your offer because there's more trust for you and your offer brings some level of value in solving a problem to for for a particular group in the culture so it's hard to really get to you know it kind of makes sense almost don't really need to say it but it's hard to really get to the visionary level if you don't have an offer and there's no proven demand for the offer so we want to cross that bridge fairly early in the artist level so we can move up to this so if you're sitting there and you're like all right well i want to you know i want to go up to 
you know, $10,000 a month in my coaching business, epic. Then now the one of the first questions that we'll ask you is, like, all right, well, tell me about your offer. Who do you serve? What does it look like? What's the problem that you solve? And is there proven demand for it? And if not, we just go back and we, we answer some questions there and we flesh out the offer and then find or make sure that there's demand. All right, number three. This is really big. Your marketing is consistent and it continues regardless of how you feel. Okay, your marketing is consistent. Your selling is consistent too, but I didn't include that in this point. Your marketing is consistent and continues regardless of how you feel. You're serving the vision. You're serving the vision. And this is this is a really a, a big paradigm shift. In the early stages of the artist level, there isn't a clear vision. It's you are, it feels as though you are the business quite often right? Unless you've come across a clear need for a particular offer, right? So if it's a more specific problem. Generally, for a lot of people, they have a skill set, they're stepping into the marketplace, but it's very much linked with them, their ego, their person, right? It's totally normal. That's natural progression. What then happens is we realize the importance of the vision and we realize that we need to shift to a market-driven business, which means that we now serve the vision. Literally, like we wake up. I was talking to someone the other day actually about a training program because I got back onto a training program this year. Uh, I've got a couple more weeks left of it, this one, which is exciting. But anyway, what happens is once you've got the program, you just have a job to turn up to the session. And it's really simple. Like, like training or getting stronger is one of the most simple things you can do if you want to do it. Granted, the high level, like competition, different thing. But for the general person, if you want to just get stronger, you just literally get a program that's going to work for you, find a coach, whatever, and you just have to turn up. And it's the same with the business. To go into visionary level, $10,000 a month, you just literally, you have to show up. There's no question. If you're tired, you have to show up. If you're frustrated, you have to show up. If you're over it, you have to show up. If you think the world's collapsing and the economy's gone, you have to show up. And that's really, you know, it's really, uh, it can sound a little bit harsh to say or to hear or as a concept, but the market doesn't really care how we feel the market cares about the value we bring, okay? So the market doesn't really care how I feel on a Monday. The market cares about the, the value I can bring on the Monday. Can I show up? So this is a shift that you see happen uh, is you're now serving the vision and you're coming back to the vision and a lot of the coaching work we do on these calls is to reconnect the kindle that rekindle the belief the thought patterns the innovation around the vision and so we're working in the thought realm quite a bit because we've already got the proven offer right so we're we're coming back to that uh i guess i don't know if it's higher level it's just slightly different all right number four 
you've got clear frame. You you hold the frame in your sales, and there's lots less neediness in your selling process. So in our current module, we're talking about vision-based sales. Sometimes we call it organic sales. And one of the five tenets for this is no neediness, absolutely no neediness. And this is so important, really in any relationship, but in any business relationship in particular. And if the, the concept really is uh, that which is chased runs away. So if you start to chase something, if you have a lot of neediness in your selling process or in your sales, you're going to find that things elude you. It gets harder. Uh, your sales are less successful. You know, it's like when you get a cold call from, I don't know, like an internet service provider or a phone company or whatever. And they say, you know, who is the, the decision maker of the house or whatever? And, you know, you, you, you in the call, you put it off, you say, I'm busy or whatever. They call again and they call again and they call again. And sometimes you'll get a situation where they'll rack up, you know, a bunch of like 10, 12 calls over a couple of weeks trying to close the gap, trying to chase uh, you in that sales process. And it's the most repulsive thing that you can really do when you're selling. So at the visionary level, there's a lot less neediness. We start to internalize the importance of destroying all neediness. And we basically show up a lot more calmly in the sales process. And we actually have a clear sales process too. So when you don't have a clear process, you don't have frame. And when you don't have frame, you're needy as well. So it all kind of comes in together. So at this level, we have like what we call a three-step sales process that'll be on your website or whether you're selling on social media or whatever it is. You know what's going to happen next. You set the frame. You hold the frame in terms of energy and time on any consult or call. You have zero neediness and you're serving the vision versus getting really caught up on whatever's going to happen at that time. And so that's a very major shift and it's hard because this can seem counterintuitive and very difficult to do when you very first start out. But as the neediness disappears, your success in your sales is going to go up uh, exponentially. So we need to see this very early and then start to internalize it. All right, number five is... The delivery may be starting to shift to group model for some businesses. Okay, and so this is very open because we have one-to-one -one clients who are well into the producer realm, which is, you know, twenty to $30,000 and up per month, who is still one-to-one -one with no staff, right? It's, it's incredible, but a lot of times somewhere at that $10,000 per month recurring with a lot of coaches, a lot of consultants, a lot of creative businesses, they'll be starting to look at, okay, is there a, is there a great group model? And it's really important to notice that we're not, we don't ever look at group as something from 
a movement of neediness. We don't look at it as like we need to do group because we want more money or something like that. That will never work. The reason that we look at group is because we we go, wow, there's some demand for this. This is very interesting. I think there could be a lot of value in these people coming together and me starting to create lateral connection between these people, start to build the world out. And often that coincides with roughly this revenue zone, okay, the visionary zone. So as you come out of artist, uh, you are moving into visionary five to $10,000 per month. It's quite often quite common to start to go, all right, cool. Is there an innovative way I can bring people together? Whether it's a one-off event, whether it's in my program, whether it's with a uh, information product, a physiotherapist we work with uh, is growing and and doing very well as one-to-one and she doesn't want a team. She doesn't want to grow a team and have people working with her. So her next step will be more down the line of the information product or digital product, which is effectively connecting. It's a group, it's a scalable offer. So it could be seminars with people in a room. It could be a download that people get. It could be a online program that people engage in, but it's her being able to serve multiple people at once, okay? now. Conversely, we don't usually do this at the very beginning, back at the artist level, right when you start out, because if there's no demand or proven demand from the market, it's hard to say, hey, join my group program when there's no group. The story uh, or the vision that people are trying to step into as a client doesn't really make much sense. So we want to have that demand first, and then we can look at the options that we've got. So always coming, stepping away from neediness into looking at it more from innovation, opportunity and service and helping people to get the best possible, you know, experience with whatever that you're doing. All right, 26 minutes, we'll wrap it up here. That's basically a a nice little summary of some of the key changes in the visionary. There's not, you know, usually at this level, you're still able to be very lean There's not a lot of staff, if any, if you don't want there to be. You might look at a VA or something, but typically that would be in the next one, uh, the builder. And it's a really exciting place for your business. You can be highly profitable. You're starting to see that your business has some legs and can sustain itself. You're feeding back into your business. So you're feeding, uh, you know, some of your revenue back into your, whether it's marketing, whether it's, you know, running events, organizing people. With the marketing, you're likely still organic. We teach organic marketing all the way up. Uh, But, you know, if you're running ads, Facebook ads and this kind of stuff in the artist level or early visionary level, you're really kind of, you know, just unless you've got a proven offer already, it's hard to see a case for it. If you're not seeing organic uptake when you're at a lower level, when you're able to do direct sales and organic marketing, you usually want to go back and check the offer. Okay, so even in this visionary level, we don't have any emphasis on running ads, uh, anything like that. It's nice and simple. 
and that's very exciting. You know, you're, you're looking towards that $10,000 a month recurring, which is for a lot of people, something that they, um, you know, think about a little bit. And it's also able to support you a little bit better in your life and, and cover overheads and that kind of stuff and reduce stress. So it's a really cool, a really cool time in your business. All right. That's it for today. The visionary second band in the creative pathway, five to $10,000 per month, five key things that, uh, separate the visionary from the artist. Now, if this stuff resonated, go over to creativeclub.link, download the, it's called the propulsion guide. You cannot miss it. It is right at the top. It is called the 100K propulsion guide and it is eight key tenets to help you towards the first 100K, which is exactly the zone that we're talking about right here. So if you're in the artist, if you're early on, if you're early visionary and you're trying to get the ways of being, the behavior, see what life is like or how you need to be showing up, go grab that, have a read through and it's put together such that you'll be able to implement that stuff straight away. So it's not a tactical, you'll notice we really never have tactical plays, but it's strategic ways of being that you can overlay over your business and go all right i can bring in you know this one this week and start to see uh, the shifts that come with it and so on and so forth all right have a great day and i'll see you on the next episode